This is Alicia, and welcome to the College Life Podcast. I am super passionate about education, personal development, growth, and bringing out the best in every college student. This podcast will help motivate you, empower you, and bring you clarity and confidence in who you are, in your purpose, and help you take action toward a life you love. Don't wait until you graduate to live your best life. Let's start now. Welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here, and today I am bringing you a solo episode that we are going to be talking about what every college student wants and how to get it. This is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a really good way to start off the new semester and the new year. And ideally what I am going to do is talk about three different things that you really want. And then I'm going to give you some tools and different ways that you can actually try and get those things. And why this is so important is because I've worked with over a thousand college students one-on-one who have been across the United States. And I just have seen this over and over and over and over and over again. I've had so many conversations with students about these three areas. And it's really the root of uh, really the hard things that happen for you as a college student. College is already hard. Life is already hard. When you combine those two together, among other things, it just, it's just really challenging. And so these are three different things that I know that you want and I know that you need. And we're going to talk about each one a little bit more in depth. So um, we'll go over the, the all three of them and then we'll dive into each one separately. But the first one is clarity. The second one is confidence. And the third one is connection. So I've seen this with all of the students that I've worked with. You all want clarity. You all want confidence. And you also all want and crave connection. And again, Literally every student that I've worked with has wanted this, even if they didn't explicitly state it. It always came out in our conversations. These were the root of things that were a challenge for students and also what every student wanted. So we're going to dive into each of these a little bit more in depth. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started. So for the first one is clarity. And so what I mean by this is that students that I work with really seek clarity in what they're doing. They want to know what they're doing. They want to know what's next. They want to know what their major is and they want to just know it right now. And that's awesome. And I also was like that when I was in college, to be honest, I'm still like that. And when you want that, it can be really challenging when you don't have it. It feels like everybody else is working towards this specific goal. They have everything kind of in line. They've got it all together. People are like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a nurse or I'm going to be a filmmaker or whatever it is. And you're kind of sitting back thinking, what the heck am I doing? And what do I want to do? You know, and it's really challenging when you don't have that clarity. So I want to give you this quote from Marie Forleo love her. She wrote a book called Everything is Figure Outable. She has a podcast, so feel free to check those out. But one of her quotes is that clarity comes from engagement, not thought. So clarity comes from engagement and not thought. And this is really critical here because a lot of times we're in our heads so much of what do I, I want to do? What do I want to do? And people are asking us at the same time, what is your major? Or your family members back home might be like, well, what are you working on? Why are you doing that major? They're questioning it. They're not feeling good about whatever it is that you're working towards. And then that makes you feel insecure. 
and it makes you feel like, oh gosh, I need to know what I'm doing. Oftentimes what I see is that students end up just saying something confidently, but they actually don't feel it confidently. So they're like, yeah, I'm, I am going, I'm going to school because I'm going to be a lawyer. But I can tell as they're saying it that they're not actually interested in being a lawyer, but it helps people kind of stop right there. And they're like, wow, you're going to be a lawyer. That's great because it's going to be secure, a well-paying job, blah, 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 whatever. That may or may not be true depending on your situation. And they're just doing it to make somebody else feel better and, and make themselves feel better, really. But you really want clarity. You want that internal clarity where you know in your deep heart of hearts that you're working towards something that you're really excited about and that you're clear about what you're working towards. So stop thinking about it and you need to start engaging in your world. You need to start getting putting yourself out there to actually learn what you want to do. And I, when I say clarity, I don't mean 20-20 vision. You know, you don't have to have that perfect clarity, that perfect vision. But I like to say, you know, have like a decent vision. And I'm not a uh, eye doctor, so I really don't know, you know, what what's off but off of 2020. Uh, you know, you just want to have decent vision. You want to have something in mind that you're working towards, but that's maybe broad. So a quick example: if you're interested in maybe filming a documentary or you want to learn more about film. You can say, oh, I'm interested uh, in the film industry. And that gives you clarity because you have an idea of what industry you want to go into more broadly. But maybe there's so many different jobs and skill sets and things that you need to learn and you still need to explore as a student. So you have clarity in kind of the direction that you need to go and that you want to go. But you don't necessarily have to have the exact title, job title that you want when you get out of college or what you want in 10 years from now. So clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Sure, you can think about it, but you're probably not going to get clarity. Uh, So definitely uh, consider that as you're, you know, thinking about what's next and what you want to do. And again, I know deep, deep down in your soul and your heart, you really want to have clarity. And the way to pursue that is to engage with your world, really try things out and explore. And if you really feel like you need to have a specific thing, again, just do like a specific, but general. So like, again, that film industry, I'm interested in a few different areas in film and go from there and, you know, forget what everybody else cares about and what they say about you. You know, you have to know in your heart what you're working towards and what you're willing to do and give up. And, you know, you have to really trust that. And that really brings us to the second thing that every college student wants, and that is confidence. This really, for me, when I see this is, uh, it's confidence in yourself. It's confidence in your decision-making. And especially if you are traditional age, which means that you came right from high school into college, if you came from that, and you know, sometimes older versions of us, right? So those of you who aren't traditional age, some of us still struggle with this, uh, with this confidence. I know for me, I struggled with it for a while, even after college. Um, but really when you're thinking, when I'm thinking about confidence, um, you know, I want you to think about yourself and, and how you feel when you show up in spaces and what you're working towards. Um, you know, do you feel good in your own skin? All of these are really critical to think about when you're thinking about confidence in yourself and what you're working towards. And so really, 
there's a couple things, uh, tips here that I have for you around this. Um, so one is around comparison. We compare ourselves so much, especially when we're in college. We hear what other people's goals are all the time. We see everybody's highlight reel on social media. And so we just think that everybody has it all figured out, but we don't. And that makes us feel less confident in ourselves. But the reality is that we know that people like, you know, this in your heart is that people's highlight reels are on social media, but it can be so hard when you're sucked in, when you're in that social media space. So really, I want you to be thinking about how you use social media and what it does for you. If it really is a positive thing for you, then great. What I've noticed with most of my students that I work with is that it's really a negative thing that is in the student's life. It actually doesn't give anything to them. It really takes away from the student and the person. And I hate seeing that. Uh, and I know I compared myself with a lot with people on social media a lot before I kind of have backed off quite a bit. And it's honestly like so freeing to not have that in my life. And I'll get on social media every now and then now, and I'll look and I'll look for like five or 10 minutes. And then I kind of start feeling like crap and I'm like, Nope, I'm done. Like, okay, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so I kind of see sometimes what's going on on social media. And then I check out cause I just have no interest. It makes me feel like crap. So pay attention to yourself and really think about what, what are you doing in your life that's actually contributing to your confidence, like helping it build up? And then what is maybe uh, getting in the way of your confidence? And I think, it's, again, social media is huge. Comparison, not only on social media, but just in your day-to-day -day life when you think about what people are getting on their grades, you know, how you're uh, uh, navigating your class or classes and walking around on campus, you know, we can compare ourselves a lot to other people and you really have to run your own race here because in 10 years, I promise you, it doesn't matter what the, the person next to you did or didn't do. Uh, it's really what, what, what you do and what you didn't do that matters the most. So really, you know, go internal here and really think about why am I feeling, um, you know, a low self-confidence in this area. And again, a lot of times we have different ways that we approach confidence. Um, in some areas, you know, you might be really confident, um, and then other areas, maybe not so much. And so really pay attention to that too. I know for me, I was really confident in my academics, but not in my goals after college. So I, I did really well in the classroom, but I had no clue why I was doing that and what I was working towards, um, which also, you know, caused me a lot of stress and anxiety too. So confidence is huge and it also can help you feel better about that clarity piece. If you don't have it 100% clear, right? You don't have that 2020 vision of what you want to do long-term having that confidence that you're working towards something that generally is of interest to you, like the film industry, for example, like that's great to have that idea. So I know for me, I, whenever I was in college, I, had a really difficult time um, having confidence in myself in the classroom. I, I really struggled to like ask questions in class, even if I was curious about the subject matter and I was really engaged in what I was learning. I, I just had a really hard time, you know, asking those questions in a classroom setting because I was so afraid of judgment and just had such low self-esteem. 
and low self-confidence. And I wish I would have honestly sought therapy at that time. Um, I'm in therapy now working through um, postpartum stuff after having a kid and, um, and I'm actually doing really well, but I'm kind of being more proactive and getting some therapy around it. And that's been super helpful for me. But I think if I would, if I would have had therapy sooner, especially when I was in college to just kind of process and navigate some of this, it would be really helpful. So if you are on campus, you're a current college student and you're registered, make sure that you check out your local counseling center on campus and see if that's something that's free to you. And I would definitely use that resource if you can, uh, especially if you really struggle with confidence because it will keep coming up in your life over and over and over again. It will show up the rest of your time in college. It will show up in your relationships with significant others, with family members, with friends, and it will show up in your career and what you do. So if you can, you know, seek therapy, if confidence is a really, really big challenge for you. I know it changed the game whenever I started feeling more confident in myself. Okay. And then the last one, so we talked about clarity. We talked about confidence. And the last uh, thing that every student wants is connection because, well, that's just a period. It's not a, because it's just a period. (laughs) We all want connection. So many times I see students uh, share their story with me, and this is one of the reasons that I still want to do this podcast, because I would hear conversations over and over with students about how they really wanted to make better connections, they wanted better friends in their life, or that they just wanted a friend in their life, and they felt really lonely, or they felt like they had all these friends and they still felt lonely. This is a huge thing. And if you're feeling lonely, like, I just want you to know that you are not alone. Again, I hear so many students share this with me in our one-on-one conversations, but they don't share it with each other and you don't share it with each other, right? You're not like going to go to your friend and say, I'm lonely. And I wish you would, but I know it's really hard. So one of the things that I think would might be helpful if you are really wanting and needing that connection and you don't have it. Um, I think the first thing is that's really easy-ish for some of you is just joining a club or organization that aligns with your interest. And if you're more physical and you really like to use your body, you're athletic, and that's a way that you've connected in the past with other people, maybe try a sports team or doing some kind of club sport or a you know intramur- intramural sport that is of interest to you. So that could be one way to just kind of start you know, putting yourself out there a little bit more. Another one is to join something that's related to your major or something that you want to do long-term. So again, going back to that film interest, let's say your major is in human development, but you actually are really interested in filmmaking. Maybe you get involved with something that is related to film, but it's, you know, outside in your extracurriculars. And so you join a club that does filmmaking that's really fun for you because you can just explore it without any kind of weight on it. You just are having fun and it's and it's an informal space. So you'll get to meet people who have similar interests to you as well. And then you'll be able to work towards your long-term goals. If that is something that you want to do, you also may find out that it's not. And that's great too. Again, clarity comes from engagement, not thought. So that will help you too. Um, Another way is just Uh, joining a club that is a hobby of yours that you have done in the past that will also help your confidence if it's a hobby that you already are familiar with and know 
Um, or if you want to learn a new skill or explore something new, that's also a great way to do that is, is to do it in a clever organization because you're going to find connection, hopefully. You're going to find confidence, and then you're just going to also have some clarity as well. Uh, so that really helps out with all three of them. But we, we really want to focus on that connection piece when you're thinking about joining a clever organization. You want to find connection with people who have similar interests, who have similar you know, just a similar thought process and mindset. And that's a really great, to, it's an easier way to connect with people. Um, another way to connect with other people is to find a job that is, that has a lot of other college students who work in that job. So for me, I worked at a local diner on campus and I got to have and meet so many friends just working there. You know, we would see each other on a regular basis. So I got to talk to them, you know, uh, informally when we weren't super busy. And then also just meeting people at that restaurant. Like that was really fun too. I, we had regulars and I got to hang out with them and talk with them, get to know them. And it was just a fun place to work. And it was a really great way for me to make connections. Um, so that's another way. And then the other thing is that you have to say yes to people who want to, who ask you to hang out, or you have to be the one to ask people to hang out. Both of those can be really awkward and uncomfortable. So I just want to be mindful of that, but it's what you have to do if you want to find connection. And so the way that you do this is one, if somebody asks you to hang out, you say, oh, when? Yes. You just say yes. If you are free and available, right? If you're not working, if you don't have a huge test coming up, or if you, you know, don't have class, then you just say yes. As long as it's not right. Something super off the wall that makes you, you know, feel uncomfortable, like, you know, doing drugs or something, right? It's probably not the best um, for any of us, right? Um, so that's, so just say yes um, to different opportunities when people want to hang out. And then if people aren't wanting to hang out, right, or people aren't asking you, they probably are nervous too. Again, I've talked to a lot of you and that's true. A lot of you feel that this way, you feel lonely. Um, so you might be have, have to be the one to ask people to do things. And that can be as simple as, hey, I'm going to go to lunch right after this. Do you want to come? So asking people if they're hungry right after an event or or class or anything like that where you're talking to somebody already. Say, hey, I'm hungry. I'm about to go grab a bite to eat. Do you want to join? It's super informal. If they say no, they may, number one, not be hungry. Two, they might be busy. Three, they might not want to, right? But you don't know and you don't have to know. <laughs> you just have to take it as a, oh, no, they can't right now. And that's okay because you put yourself out there. Um, another way is to schedule a time. So you can say, hey, you want to grab lunch sometime later this week? Well, let's get, let me get your number. And then you kind of go from there. A passive ways to follow them on social media. I don't love this option, but I know that this is something that a lot of you do. So it's following people on social media and then maybe connecting with them on there about something. Uh, so that can be a different way for you to build connection. And I'll say one more thing about connection, just because I think it's really hard, is that when you do have these conversations with people, um, whether it be in class, before class, after class, in a project meeting that you're working with people, or if you're grabbing lunch or coffee, what what's really hard is that in order to build connection, you do have to have some sense of vulnerability and authenticity. And I'm gonna probably just do a separate episode on this because it is so critical. 
but you might have to get a little bit vulnerable and show your, your authentic self in order to make connections. Again, that's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do, but it really does pay off in the long run most of the time. It doesn't always. Sometimes you're vulnerable and you don't get that reciprocated and that sucks. It, it feels like crap. But most of the time, people are willing to open up and they also open up to you. And it makes them, it allows them to be more, more vulnerable and uh, bring their authentic self. So there you have it. Those are the three things that every student wants. Um, and that's how to get it. You want to get clarity, you want to get confidence, and you want to have a connection. And these are really, really challenging. And one of these areas you may feel really strong in, and then maybe in another area you're like, oh, Alicia, that hit, that hit home. Oh, that one is really hard. So just focus on that and take one small step this semester that makes you feel a little bit better in areas of clarity and areas of confidence or in having more connections or a stronger connection. If you want to talk a little bit more about this, um, feel free if you have any questions about any of these, or you want to hear more on the podcast, I would love your ideas on what do you want me to talk more about on the podcast? And you can do that by emailing me at thecollegelifecoach at gmail.com. Or you can also uh, find me on Instagram at thecollegelifecoach. I'm honestly not there much, but you can message me on there and I hopefully will find it eventually. Really email is the best way. And also you can connect with me on my website, which is collegelifepodcast.com. And there you can also bring me to your campus. So if you're interested in having me come and speak about any of these topics or something else that you find that your peers and you need, I am happy to explore that. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening to the College Life Podcast. I appreciate each one of you. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes, make sure that you share it with a friend or on social media if that is where you are at. And I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening to the College Life Podcast. And I will catch you in the next episode. Have an excellent week.